anxiety, complexity. It's a gift to be present in this moment. So let us worship, simply worship. is a prayer to the farmer's foot when she steps down and the soft earth gives away. A book is a prayer when the words call the reader, when the story is water to a spirit that's thirsty, which is unlike the prayer that is doggish and faithful, eyes trained at the door where the beloved returns. A friend is a prayer when they ask the right question, when they bring over soup and they laugh at your jokes, when they text you a photo because you are lonely or weary or just that far from home. A fish is a prayer to a man in a boat, sunburnt and shading his eyes who drops in his line and tracks its descent down below the surface of things, which is almost, but not quite, like the prayer of the fish, letting go of what's safe in a litany of leaping, just for a glimpse of what is glowing and glorious, so close but still out of reach. 
A glove is a prayer that covers the hand. It's a dancer with taped feet and toes. A poem is a prayer when it hints at the edges, says more than it says, or points to what is true. A baby is a prayer when it is finally asleep, a whispered amen at the end of the day. It is the dome of the sky, all scattered with stars, bearing names we don't know, which makes us feel haunted. It's heavy as grief and weightless as smoke, a dam that keeps breaking, washing down the dry valleys, carving out canyons of stone. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. 
And now, my friends, in a spirit of honesty and vulnerability, let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. God of all the saints, God of all the sinners, hear our prayer. We would be saints-like, holy, good, patient, loving. But often we end up feeling more like sinners, full of failures of morality, selfish, me. Perhaps you see us simply as human, as beloved and flawed and trying and failing and succeeding. In all of this, forgive the wrong that we have done and bless the good we have accomplished. Keep on loving us and helping us and molding us more and more into the image of Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. Friends, hear this good news. The love of God is beyond measure, and we all are included in that love. Know that we are forgiven and thus freed to love and serve. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Take your part, sing. 
And now, my friends, let us share the peace of Christ one with another as we celebrate the gift of being together. The peace of Christ be with you all. Also with you. even our relationship with you. Help us to keep it simple. Root us and ground us in the simple fact of your love for us, in the simple fact of your invitation into relationship, 
into new life over and over again. Oh Lord, we are grateful as we come to worship this night, each with our own set of concerns and joys, each with our own particular complexities. Meet us in this time. O Holy Spirit, come and fill us, Lord, in your mercy. doubt or confusion, who fear the future. Oh Lord, help us to be compassionate friends. Help us to be among those who channel your peace as we think of all we know who struggle this night. Hear us now as we lift them before you asking for what and for whom do you pray?
Lord, in your mercy.
Good evening, everyone. Our scripture lesson for tonight is from John chapter 3, verses 1 through 17, and this is from the Common English Bible Version. There was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a Jewish leader. He came to Jesus at night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could do these miraculous signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered, I assure you, unless someone is born anew, it's not possible to see God's kingdom. Nicodemus asked, how is it possible for an adult to be born? It's impossible to enter the mother's womb for a second time and be born, isn't it? Jesus answered, I assure you, unless someone is born of water and the spirit, it's not possible to enter God's kingdom. Whatever is born of the flesh is flesh, and whatever is born of the spirit is spirit. Don't be surprised that I said to you, you must be born anew. God's spirit blows wherever it wishes. You hear its sound, but you don't know where it comes from or where it's going. It's the same with everyone who is born of the spirit. Nicodemus said, how are these things possible? Jesus answered, you are a teacher of Israel, and you don't know these things? I assure you that we speak about what we know and testify about what we have seen, but you don't receive our testimony. If I have told you about earthly things and you don't believe, how will you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has gone up to heaven except the one who came down from heaven, the human one. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so must the human one be lifted up so that everybody who believes in him will have eternal life. God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him won't perish but will have eternal life. God didn't send his son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. We're going to have a little fun tonight. Um, everyone should have gotten a uh, clipboard and a pencil. If there's anyone that still needs one, everybody got one? Um, because we are going to, uh, I'm going to lead you in a, a short meditation using the poem from Carrie Newcomer that I read earlier this evening. And as you listen to that poem, I'm going to invite you to see what words or phrases stand out for you. So we'll do this in kind of a meditative format. And then when the meditation ends, I'm going to invite you to write your own poem, possibly picking up on a word or a phrase that you heard in Carrie's poem that struck you as an a doorway into something that you need to pay attention to. This is a very simple form of poetry called the Sin Cane, and it's simply five lines. It doesn't have to rhyme and probably will not rhyme. The first line is one word, 
The second line, two words. The third line, three words. Line four is four words. It's pretty simple, you see the pattern here. And line five is one word again. And so just let it come and see where it takes you. So we begin though with a short meditation. Before entering this poem for the second time tonight, prepare yourself physically and mentally. Begin by sitting comfortably, placing both feet on the ground, hands open on your lap as if waiting to receive a gift from God. And then abandon any agenda, any worries or thoughts or even judgments that you bring to this poem. Entrust these things to the providence of God. Take a deep breath in. Close your eyes. Be present in this moment only to the sound of my voice and the music behind it. Take a deep breath in and know that you are safe, that you are loved, that you are held in the grace of God. Fertile. 
A book is a prayer. When the words call the reader, when the story is water to a spirit that's thirsty, a prayer when they ask the right question when they bring over soup and laugh at your jokes when they text you a photo because they know you are lonely or weary or just that far from home is a prayer to a man in a boat who drops in his line and watches its descent below the surface of all things. Feel the gentle rocking of the boat coolness of the water. The fish has a prayer as it lets go of what's safe in a litany of leaping just for a glimpse what is glowing and glorious, so close, but still out of reach.
what do you need to let go of? What is the leap God is calling you to make? is a prayer that covers the hand, warming it, protecting it. What warms your heart? What protects you in this night? It may simply be 
what you are feeling, where you find yourself in this moment. Is yours, there is nothing I can claim. 
sacrament of communion, I invite you to join in a very simple liturgy, and I would invite you to read the bold print. Come all you who are loved by God, come to God's table, come and eat food with no cost, come and drink with no money to pay. We come to eat, to drink, and to be filled with the gladness of God's love. Our hearts are truly glad and we are filled with thanksgiving because in your great love, O Holy One, you did not abandon us to the fearful, foreboding places of our world. In Jesus, you came to us to rescue and restore us and to give us new life. All who are tired and burdened, all who are frightened and unsafe, all who are sick and despairing, all who are lost can come to you to find new life. We remember the ways in which Jesus loved us in all that he taught us and all that he did. And we remember especially the night before he was betrayed how he sat at table with his friends and took bread, gave thanks to God, broke the bread and gave it to those friends and said, take and eat, all of you. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. We come, we to, come to the table to remember Jesus and, and his love. When the supper was ended, Jesus took the cup of blessing, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to his friends and said, drink from this, all of you. This is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for forgiveness of sins and wholeness of life. We come to the table to remember Jesus and his love. Let us pray. Send your Holy Spirit upon these gifts of bread and cup. Make them be for us signs and symbols, and oh so much more. May they be means of grace for each of us this night. Amen. We join now together in the prayer which Jesus taught. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, 
your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Table is set.
Let us pray. O God, you have fed us and filled us once more with your grace. Our souls rise up to meet you. Thank you. Amen. Go with us. Amen. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise God, all creatures here below. Praise God. Thank you. 